This is your host, Tia. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top 10. Why? Geek Vibe Nation. Geek Vibe Nation. 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 The Top 10. The Top 10. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I'm your host, Tia, and I have with me my amazing co-host, Brittany. How are you this morning? going to say I'm amazing. I've already been trapped by the cats. I feel like I must always say that before we do a podcast, just because the cats are so obsessed whenever I get on the podcast, because I think they know that I'm going to be laying here for the next two hours, and they're like, yeah, buddy, you're ours now. <laughs> yeah, I have Lady, the dog, obviously, sitting right next to me. It's um, a must wherever I am. She must go. I was going to say that the other day I was taking a shower and I got out and I literally saw that she was just like sitting next to the door as if she was like guarding me. And I'm like, you don't need to guard me, lady. The cats aren't going to try and kill me while I'm in the shower. I mean, they may. Oh, like, but... <laughs> you ever get animals that seem like they want to get in the shower with you, but the moment you open the curtain slightly for them, they're like, Haha, I'm out of here. Lady does that all the time. I see her little like head poking, and I'm like, "Do you want to get in here?" But I know that she doesn't because anytime we give her a bath, she hates it. She's like, "I have been betrayed, mother." <laughs> in that voice as well, but um, yeah. So we are back for another top ten, and it is a pretty cool one, one that we haven't done ever. I don't think, but um, I'll let you know later actually what inspired me to suggest this. It is actually something that I am like 99% sure is going to end up on your list, but it is the Mm. top 10, it's the top 10 animated shows because even though we're adults, we like to watch cartoons still, whether that is cartoons you know, from our childhood, more adult cartoons, say, like South Park or even anime. Um, I feel like no matter what age you are, you can still enjoy them. Like, my grandma sometimes is like, you still watch cartoons? And I'm like, shush, grandma. I want to oh be a my gosh. <laughs> I honestly feel so attacked right now, grandma. I <laughs> But I thought it would be cool, um, and this, you know, it's just shows, not movies, but I thought it would be fun, um, and again, I, like, am 99% sure that I know one of them that's going to be on your list. Oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> well, if it doesn't end up, just know that I'm very, very, very disappointed. Whoa, hey. No, I kid, I kid. But, um, yeah, so that is our top ten. We should probably just hop along to it. But before we do, I always like to start the show off with a message from one of our friends of the podcast, and that is uh, the guys behind Stranger Danies, which is um, affiliated with, say, the They Call This a Movie. And you know, Brittany, I love that podcast. I talk about it all the time. Oh, is it? You're obsessed with them. You're like the number one fangirl. 
I, you know, it is. It's just really entertaining, and I feel like that sometimes. I'm like, am I being too much here? <laughs> no, no, we stand, we stand. I was gonna say, did you hear that for a second? All I heard was like, <laughs> am I the only one who heard that? I was like, what the fuck? I, that? I heard that too. All right, it doesn't seem to be around anymore. <laughs> the whole world has gone crazy. I was just, I won't even be surprised at this point. I like but, how, um, you know, they're like ghost in the machine. It's ghost in the phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell is that? You hear it, right? Now I hear it. Well, we're just going to have to ignore it just for you. right now. The best. <laughs> uh, we're just going to have to ignore it the best that we can. But anyway. Stranger Danger is the voice. Yes, I did. I have no idea what the hell is going on. That's creepy. I thought that was Aaron. Who is that? Yeah. Is it Ryan? Is Ryan on our show? Why didn't I even get a notification for that? Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. It's because I'm not working the boards at all right now, so I have no idea who gets, like, let in. Okay, well, for the first time in a really long time, we have Ryan joining us. How that are you, Ryan? terrifying. I know. I'm, I am, I'm the like, ghost, really I'm the ghost of podcast past. <laughs> Apparently. Ryan, I'm man. Like, shit, it's been a long time. It's been a hot minute. I lost the number to the podcast, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what the number is. So I had to go, I had to search for, like, five minutes through the group chat to try to find the number. And I found the number, and then I hear you guys talking about ghosts on the phone, and I'm like, okay. So this is how the world is going to start ending now. That's crazy. <laughs> it literally you know, scared me. I was like, I don't know what this is, and I keep hearing, like, someone go to talk, and I was like, no, that, well, maybe, that wasn't me, though. That wasn't me. I was on mute. That wasn't me. I was on mute most of the time. So you guys were actually hearing something. What the <laughs> hell? No. That, 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 was, that was not me. Oh, Brittany, wow. when you heard, when you said, did I hear someone talk, that's when I spoke for the first time and I muted myself. That's so you guys scary. are hearing something. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, um, yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I have no <laughs> Wi-Fi right now. This world's going to hell in a handbasket. I have no Wi-Fi right now, so Juwan is literally working the boards, like, wherever he is. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to – it's crazy. But, um, all right, so we have Brittany and Ryan for our list today. Um, before we get into that let uh, go through a message from a friend of the podcast. So, Stranger Danies is the ongoing real play D&D podcast from the main Danie family of podcasts. Join them every Wednesday as the wild stallions traverse the many traps and tribulations that Dungeons and Dragons this edition has to throw in their path. There's elves, weird half-dragon people, conspiracy to uncover, and more references to the 1980s and Ready Player One. Subscribe to the podcast on all podcast services by searching Stranger Danies and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Stranger Danies. Stranger Danies is also a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation. Of course, you can find us at geekvibesnation.com. So let's get into this now that we have a full panel today. Um, Ryan, we're going to start with you since it's been a while. 
What is your number 10? What's the top 10 real quick, actually? I don't know what the top 10 is. I joined the right X instead of what it was. No, I I didn't see the message. I didn't get it. Nah. The top. It's sorry, Ryan can think of a shit on the fly. It's the top ten anime shows. Do you want me to go to Britney first? Yeah, go to Britney first. All right, Britney, start us off. That's okay. We always have to start with the number one person. So I guess wow. I'm already here. <laughs> wow. Ooh, pulling the punches Ooh. already. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those kind of mornings. I am going to go with the anime Trigun, and I don't know if y'all ever watched it. You'll have to tell me first. Have any of y'all ever watched Trigun? No. Okay. Trigun is about... Trigun is about... uh, Basically, you find this out later because you're trying to kind of understand it. So, of course, there's spoilers with this anime. But it's about... uh, There was the ship... uh, I can't remember what it's called... But basically, they're looking for a new planet because something happened to Earth. And so the whole plan has been to try to find, like, everybody in the ship is, like, in stasis. And they were trying to find a new planet to settle. Well, a big accident happened, which is a big spoiler alert for later on. And it crashes on this very barren land where there's apparently oxygen, but there's not much of a... uh, It's not very sustainable. So the whole thing... It's all about Vash the Stampede, which they call him that because there's a huge bounty on this guy because they say he killed an entire town. And so he has the highest bounty on him. So bounties, hunters are all over him. The cops are after him. And it's all like an old western. Each of these little towns is like, looks like an old western because, you know, it has, it's a very deserty kind of area. Well, so it centers around these two girls who are basically cops or detectives. I think they're detectives, and they're trying to find Vash the Stampede. Well, they find him, and he is a goofy, sun-loving, peace, you know, peaceful character, and nobody can understand how he's Vash the Stampede because that's the name he was given. But it basically centers around him either helping these towns about people trying to catch him and him being such a fun-loving character, but you realize he is such a tragic character, which, do you want spoilers? You can go. I'm sorry, I had myself on mute. (laughs) Go ahead. I would say, well, it turns out that uh, his... Basically, he's not completely human. Apparently, they made him and his brother, who are, like, basically artificial humans, and that his brother activated his arm, which apparently destroyed the whole town. And he has horrible, horrible guilt about it. And he never wanted to do it. And so he has to live with the guilt of it. And it's basically a story of him trying to get his brother, which his brother's name is Knives. Isn't that a 90s, early 2000s anime villain name? Knives. (laughs) But it's such a good anime. Like, it's so... It's so interesting. It's very like Cowboy Bebop in that feel of like that old style with the tragic characters, kind of the goofiness, funniness, but it's off, you know, it's made not so funny whenever you have these really depressing moments in it. But it's basically people having such a 
negative scene of him thinking he's the man that killed, you know, an entire town, but really, you know, he's such a peaceful character trying to save everyone, and I don't know, it was so good. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask, like, is this a new anime or an old anime? Oh, it's old. Like, I'll have to look up the date it was made. Let me do one second. It, but, uh, it's, I remember watching it on, uh, on Adult Swim when Adult Swim first started. It's oh, wow. Old. So it's that old, was... old, old. Yeah. So it's um, old, old. Well, the yeah. manga was made in 1995, and uh, I'm trying to see whenever the actual uh, sh- the show was made in 1998. Oh, that's old. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty old. That's still pretty old. Yeah, it's so good, though. Like, it still holds up, and I think that's the thing is it's kind of like other picks that will be on this list that even the old ones really hold up because I love that style of drawing, uh, very reminiscent to, like I said, like Cowboy Bebop to that kind of hand-drawn look, which I feel like we're starting to move away from. And that kind of like sketchy look, but it it was so good. It was so good. If anybody's looking for an anime to watch, I really suggest Trigun. I actually think it's on Netflix, or at least it used to be on Netflix. Have you ever heard of it, Ryan? No, I've never heard of it, which is really odd. I was one of those people where I'd specifically wait up to like 1 a.m. in the morning or like 12 whenever or 10 p.m., whenever um, Adult Swim would start. And I thought Adult Swim was like my jam for a good four years. And then I fell off. But that's weird that you said that because I never noticed like there was any anime on it. That's weird. I'm surprised I haven't ran into it out of like four years of watching it from like 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. every single night. What's that George Lopez show, Sherry? Goddamn. Oh my gosh, I was going to say Trigon, it, I remember me and my older brother would sneak up in the morning because we weren't allowed to watch Adult Swim, and we would watch uh, Home Movies, Trigun, Stride, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and a couple others, and Trigun would come on with it. Huh. Well, if anyone is looking for a like older style anime, definitely check out Trigun. It gets the uh, Apparently, the Britney seal of approval, but a uh, great way to start out our uh, top 10 anime show list. Ryan, do you have a pick for number nine? Okay, so I'm going to name a show. I've been speaking about this show for years. Now, I've had people who tell me it's not anime, and then I've had hard- hardcore fans tell me it's anime. So I've always somewhat considered an anime. Maybe you guys can help me consider it. Or tell me what it is. If it's not anime, I'll, I'll switch my choice. But Yu-Gi-Oh! Do you, would you guys consider that anime? I, it's, a, it's an animated show, but I would consider it anime because it did come out of... Uh, it is very... I'd consider it anime. Why okay, wouldn't it be considered I anime? I think it was considered a manga first before it actually came. I'm I'm pretty sure it was uh, on Chinese television before it came to the States. And then they, like, kind of dubbed it ADR and brought it to America with no uh, 
Subtitle. It was originally made in Japan. I would call it anime. Japan, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with Yu-Gi-Oh! as the number nine spot. I'm, I, I know y'all didn't expect that. I know you guys missed my out-of-nowhere punches of my choices. But I don't know. Yu-Gi-Oh! was my thing for all of middle school. Just all of my childhood. Yu-Gi-Oh! was awesome. I loved watching the show. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember too much of, like, the character names and stuff like that, because the show's been off the air for God knows how long, and I haven't watched it since it's gone off the air. And I just remember watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and thinking, wow, this game is so cool, and the show was just cool, because I started playing the game first, and then it made me think about watching the show, and then the show would do reruns on Cartoon Network every morning, and just the idea of using cards and stacking them on top of each other to kind of create a different, ver- like a, it's more of a grittier version of Pokemon. That's how I, that's how I've always liked to see it. Pokemon is like the Japanese's kind of child's play type of Yu-Gi-Oh anime, and then Yu-Gi-Oh is like adult version of Pokemon. It's really weird, but I've always really enjoyed the show. I really enjoyed the um, art style of the show. I mean, there's nothing really much to say about it other than it was a really cool idea. And it came out at a really cool time because it was at the time of, like, Pokemon, Bakugan, all these other type of Japanese-inspired TV shows rerunning on Cartoon Network. And I still wish it was on because I'd probably still watch it, but it was a big part of my childhood, and I really like Yu-Gi-Oh. What about you guys? I was obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. I Yu-Gi-Oh really liked awesome. um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely consider that an anime. Um, and I remember it being on, as you said, what, like Saturday morning and watching it. Um, like you, I can't really remember any of their names. But I kind of liked how it had a lot to do with, like, say, also Egyptian mythology. Because that was just always something that I was really in. And I remember you had, like, what, the one character that would, like, be good, but then, like, he could also turn bad. And then I thought that the main bad character was pretty interesting. And as you oh, said, I like it was like, yeah. And I also like that it was just cards. Like, it wasn't like, you know, with Pokemon, they were, like, real, um, what you call it, real animals that they battled with. But with Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like, oh, this card game where it's essentially like a simulation, you know? And I thought that was like really cool. Um, I really liked Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought that the whole mythology was really cool about it. But um, Brittany, you were saying that you were obsessed with it? Every year or like for every event, whether it was my birthday, whether or not it was Christmas or like anything, I would beg for Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I was obsessed with the anime. I used to have a uh, toy. It was the pyramid, like uh, Yu-Gi's, you know, pyramid uh, necklace he had. I had one of those, and I wore it around my neck all the time, obviously at home, because if I would have went to school with that, my parents would have disowned me. But uh, I still have a – I'm still upset because one time – you have to imagine all those cards I collected. I brought them to school with me, and two boys broke into my backpack and stole all of them. And then we're, like, felt bad about it. So they were like, oh, yeah, we found some of your cards. They were over here, but it was all the shitty cards. Not like oh. some of my uh, 
oh, what was the the one where you had to get the five cards to complete the body? I think I had like two of those, you know, my uh, blue-eyed white dragon, I think was what it was called. I was so upset, but I was obsessed. And I think that ended my card collecting, though, because at that point when you lose everything, you're like, nothing even matters anymore. Yeah. I definitely collected the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, not because I was, like, playing them or even because I particularly wanted, like, a specific Yu-Gi-Oh card. I was just like, oh, I really like these, and then I just put them in a binder and, like, forgot about them. I know. They're probably somewhere. somewhere. (laughs) They're definitely in my mom's house. I didn't bring them with me when I moved out. No, uh, I have to wonder if I still had any anywhere. You have to wonder if they're even, like, worth anything. No, I have to, uh, I was trying to think. Sorry, I was, uh, distracted. I, can anybody else hear that noise? I can hear it. Ryan, no. is it on your end? Like, what is that? No, I've been, I've been muted this whole time. I don't understand it. What does like, it sound like? What the hell is? It's like tick 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 tick. Like what the hell is that? I wonder if it's something wrong with the board. Oh, if it's on Jawan's end, he's probably sleeping right now. Jawan, if you can hear us, there's something going on. And it's weird that Ryan can't hear it though. Oh, wait, yeah, stop. I've been on mute this whole time listening to you guys. It oh literally just stopped. It just stopped. <laughs> wait, oh, no, it's what, coming what, back. Tell, tell me, wait. Okay, then it's definitely not me, even though I don't hear it. I, I don't hear it right now. I feel like Bro, when you know like when they talk about... shit going on. You know when they talk about shiny water torture with the drip of water on the forehead? That was me just slowly going insane from hearing that tapping noise. I was sorry for that interjection, and I know T had messaged me over, but I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go crazy. I, I couldn't even concentrate to even send a message. I was like, I'm I'm going to die. I don't hear anything now. How's everyone doing? We're good. We're golden. Hey, boy. We're Okay, good. All right. Well, quarantine's Ryan, doing crazy things to us. It is. <laughs> but Ryan, that's a great choice for number nine for Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm gonna hit number eight, Ryan, because um you came in a little later. I just want to let you know that um it's not just anime. So like, feel free to you know I didn't want you to think that you were boggled down by just anime. It's just like anime shows, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, just to, just to let you know, because mine is not an anime, so I didn't want like there to be any confusion. But uh, my number eight is one of my favorite shows to this day. Like I can continue watching it, um, and I a lot of times like end up watching it as I'm falling asleep. And it's going to be Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh, I, I love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I know that this is so, like, you know, not a serious, like, show, and it's, like, you know, kooky or whatever, but I love Bob's Burgers. I'm obsessed. Like, I remember when they first came out with Bob's Burgers, I, it's so funny, I remember 
I watched the first episode, like, when it first premiered on Fox, right? And I didn't like it. I was like, oh, this is really stupid. And then I think, like, one no. day I was on I know. And then one day I was on Hulu, and they had Bob's Burgers on it, and I had no idea what else to watch. So I put it on, and I'm like, I love this show. Just Bob and his family, um, the ridiculousness of it, the fact that everyone says that Linda reminds them of my mom. Um, but I know she does. Just the whole thing, like Tina and her like her extreme puberty. I'm like, I kind of feel attacked with how accurate this is sometimes. Louise and Jean, like the whole thing to me is just so utterly hilarious. Like I absolutely love Bob's Burgers so much. Um, and there was like a good while where my boyfriend knew that I was like gonna fall asleep because I put on Bob's Burgers because that was like my going to sleep the show. But I absolutely loved it. It just and you know what's funny is like it is for the most part ridiculous, right? And it's hilarious. But then there's like some moments where it really like touches upon like some real life like serious shit. And I just appreciate it. I think it's honestly, like, one of the best anime shows that are out there. And I like it better than South Park. I like it better than American Dad. So, yeah, my pick is going to be Bob's Burgers. Brittany, what do you think about that? I love Bob's Burgers, especially because having watched uh, Archer and having that same voice actor, I was like, this is the best day of my life. But there's something, so, you know, I get stressed out watching certain shows or movies. And for some reason, Bob's Burger does not stress me out. Because even if they have a bad issue come up that's emotional, kind of like Linda not being happy that, uh, oh, Louise doesn't really care for her more than her dad. It still always has a moment where it's funny. They teach a lesson. And everything's fine at the end. There's no depressing ending that they're never going to touch on again. Because I hate when shows do that. Because, you know, they never really touch back to a counterpoint, right? They never touch back to something else that really happened in most of those kind of shows. And for something like where they can end on a good note most of the time or offset it with funniness, I really appreciate because nobody likes being depressed 24-7. I get enough of that on my own. You know, as you said, like, you know, they have these moments where you really explore, um, like, certain things, but there's always, like, a payoff at the end. Uh, Like, there's that one episode where Tina, well, not Tina, you don't know that Tina first, so Bob keeps waking up and the turkey's in the toilet. And you find out that Bob is doing it because he's getting, like, anxious over Tina, like, growing up. And it's, like, little things like that. Or, like, there's this episode where, I don't know if you saw it, where, like, all of the uh, people of the town go to Mr. Fish Odor's house because they want to, like, you know, uh, oppose the rent hike that he's doing. And at some point at the end, they do, like, this massive water balloon thing, right, which is, like, so ridiculous. And at the end, like, you know, Mr. Fish Odor's like, oh, whoever, you know, um, like, hits Bob, I'll take $100 off of your rent, and $100 will, you know, go on to Bob's rent. And at first, it's like, you know, all, the, all of them are like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Linda's like, 
all right, go ahead, do it then. Like, you know, our our rent will, you know, skyrocket. We'll have to move and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It's like this really, like, endearing moment where she, like, you know, kind of got everyone to come to their senses pretty much. Um, so yeah, I really like that's so depressing. But, like, she, like, made everyone go, like, you know, to their senses. So I really, oh, God, I love Bob's Burgers. Ryan, do you watch Bob's Burgers at all? Don't kill me, but I've actually never watched a single episode of Bob's Burgers. Get out of here, bro. No. The most most I've ever seen on Bob's Burgers is a TV commercial. Oh, no, you have to watch. I feel personally attacked right now, Tia. I'm voting him off the island. You and half of America feel offended right now because I know everyone loves that show. And I don't get it because I've never watched it. That's like saying you don't love America's sweetheart. <laughs> what if I don't? I, I, oh. I don't even know who America's <laughs> sweetheart <laughs> is right now. Neither do I. Don't worry. Let's say it's Bob. No, we're not dragging Tom Hanks into this. We're not dragging Tom Hanks into this. My guy. Like my father. <laughs> No, we we love Tom Hanks. That's what I'm saying. He's America's sweetheart. Like, thank God he made the recovery. No, he's um, what did you say? Hmm? What did you say, Ryan? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's funny, Brittany, that you reminded me that the guy who plays Bob is the same guy who plays Archer. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that was all I remember too is that Archer had the issue that the name of their agency was always called Isis because it was named after the uh, Greek god, not Greek goddess, Egyptian goddess? And, Roman? And oh, so yeah, no. then I remember like, everything came out with that. They had to change their name. They had to figure out a way to change it because they didn't want to be associated with that. I thought that they made the decision that they were going to keep it because they are like, well, we were, you know, here before, pretty much. I don't know, but I, you I know the episode did at least for a little bit. I think. Do you remember the episode in Archer where he did like a Bob's Burger? Like he. Um, yes. I, I, <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious! I was like, I kind of wanted them to do it like on the opposite end, where Bob suddenly becomes like a secret agent and all that, and oh he's my like, god, that would have been going on. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, so I love Bob's Burgers. Like, the one thing that sucks about not having Wi-Fi is that I can't go back and rewatch some freaking Bob's Burgers. But, um, yeah, and, Brittany, you and I would definitely feel personally attacked by Bob's Burgers considering uh, Tina and her freaky friend fiction. <laughs> no, that's why I feel attacked. That's why I feel attacked because I'm thinking back to little 14-year-old me writing fan fiction or the first time, like, very first in trying to temper, in trying to write my, <laughs> and having no experience with anything or having ever seen anything. So, like, you're trying to write it and it's super awkward, but at least it was never, like, about touching butts together, like yeah. an obsession with butts. But then you would also be, like, you know, super embarrassed if someone got a hold of it. Like, I remember, really quick interjection, I'm saying this to you, we're all friends here, but 
when I was in my fifth grade, I had one of those note Marvel notebooks, and I was writing like Digimon fan fiction for some reason. And I remember like one of my cl- and I remember one of my classmates like saw the word Digimon on it, and like I was so afraid that they were going to be like, "What are you writing?" But instead, it like sparked a debate of Pokemon versus Digimon, and I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Oh, I remember that about Transformers fan fiction. My mom was like, oh, I really like your story. You're doing really well. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I was like, oh, my God, no, you didn't. And because your brain can't even function over the compliments that your mother gave you and how she was supportive. All you can think is, oh, no, my mother read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good times. But um let's move on. Brittany, what is your number seven? I have to I'm like between let me uh there's so many. There's so many. Okay, I'm gonna go with I I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there. Actually I, I know which one I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Steven Universe. Because you know, girl. How much I love Steven Universe. Ryan, have you seen Steven Universe? No. Boy! <laughs> I'm voting him off the island. Brittany, this is, this is the show that I was talking about. Remember I said in the beginning, I was like, there oh. is a show... Like, that inspired this list because I was like, I'm 99% sure there's going to be this show. Yes, this is it. This is it. This is the Okay. Okay. Tell us all why you love it. Okay. First off, I'll give the plot. So, there are the gyms from uh, the the gym homeworld who are these people that are, like, they're, like, basically, they're not gendered, but they all take a female form is a big thing for them. Like, it's just basically a world ruled by women and they're the crystal gems and each of their gems, like uh, the diamonds are obviously are the leaders. There was four of them, uh, white diamond, who's the leader, blue diamond, yellow diamond and pink diamond. And basically everyone's subservient to them. And it depends on like what gem that someone has like a pearl is like a servant class or amethysts are the soldiers or the lapis lazuli are they're like terraformers they like control water and so everybody has a different you know ability or something that is unique to them because of what gym they are well it turns out they can actually they can fuse that you're only supposed to fuse with a gym of your same uh class and it's basically, I think it's supposed to comment on, like, people being disgusted about, like, oh, if you're not the same, you know, I'm trying to think of it without getting too political. Basically, it's almost like when you fuse, it's really intimate. So it's almost like um, either, like, a dance partner or they kind of allude to, like, with lovers in that community, it's kind of like, Oh, like sex, but you're not supposed to do it with a gem of a different kind. Like a pearl wouldn't do it with a diamond, and, you know, a ruby isn't supposed to do it with a sapphire, right? Because this whole show touches on so many different things, like abusive relationships, 
depression, PTSD, you know, and every episode normally has a lesson to it, but they do it in a kid-friendly way. Well, flash to it, there's Rose Quartz, who led this big rebellion against uh, the home world, because when they go to a planet, they basically uh, do, like, these kindergartens where they basically make all these gems, and they suck the life out of these planets. Well, Rose Quartz decided she really loved Earth, and so she fought a rebellion against the diamonds and basically saved it and made uh, the Crystal Gems, which is a basically the rebellion group where there was a pearl, a, a garnet, and amethyst. But she fell in love with a human, and whenever she got pregnant to bring that child into the world, she had to give up her gem, which basically she, like, died in a way. And so that's where you get Steven Universe, who has the gem, and he lives with the crystal gems. And it all starts off very fun-loving. It's really great. But you're going through the steps of, like, what happened, who really was Rose Quartz, because it really turns the um, the storyline of, like, oh, the, the dead mother who is, like, a saint. But instead it does the reverse. The more you learn about Rose Quartz, the more you dislike her until finally you understand. It's like seeing the story in reverse. Instead of, like, a bad person becoming good, you're seeing, like, why a bad person became good. It's, like, weird. It's, like, in reverse. But uh, they touch on, like, the fusions about how people are really discriminatory against it. Like if you're with someone of a different gym class and all these different things. And I know I'm going on for this a while. I'm just trying to basically round it all up that basically like you have Steven universe future, which uh, cause the show just ended and I cried like a big baby, but Steven, the main character, you think of all the things he's dealt with as a child and you know, he saved the universe. He did this, he did that. But in the later show, it's really depressing because he's dealing with horrible PTSD from it. Because you think of all these shows where there's like a child hero and they're dealing with all the stuff, but somehow they're still perfectly fine. But it's like with him going through uh, puberty. And, you know, like a lot of us, you know, we didn't get depression until we were nearly adults. And now we're like, oh, well, I didn't have that as a kid and him going through that. But it's just, it's really good. There's a lot of songs in it, and you know my ass loves uh, musicals and shows that have music in it with really cute songs, as I've forced Tia to listen to a lot of them. But, uh, but yeah, there's my long spiel about how much I love Steven Universe. (laughs) Um, Wait, so Steven Universe ended? It did, yeah, it, it did, and like mm. it, I cried like a big baby. I mean, it had a really good ending, <laughs> uh, because you know, in the end, spoiler alert: Stephen gets a therapist. He gets, you know, he's that's fine. The, that's the best ending he could ever get. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but he basically says, you know, hey, I want to go explore the world because I think now he's like eighteen and. He drives off, and it was good for him to finally, because he had been basically so sheltered by the gyms his entire life, that he said, you know, I just want to go off, and I want to figure out where I want to live, and all this stuff, and it was 
really touching, and it was him getting to say goodbye to everyone. It's really dark it for, so like, a cartoon. That's oh, I know. But How do you I make think... that into kid-friendly? Well, you know what's funny is I thought about it because when it started, you know, my little brother's 17, and he was obsessed with the show when he was little. And I think he was, like, 14 or 13 when he first started watching it, which I don't think he watched much of it, you know, through the ages. But a lot of these kids that started watching it around the time it came out were the same age as Steven, and then they were already becoming adults, like, 17, 18. By the time the show ended, I think it's almost like a love letter to those kids that grew up with it, that, you know, like, hey, take care of yourself. Hey, you should go do what you want and go find yourself. So I thought it was kind of sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. I was going to say, Brittany literally does force me to watch, like, Steven Universe every single time we see each other. And she's always sending me, like, musical videos. She's like, just one more. Just one more. One more. Oh, my God. Last time I was in New York, I I made her sit down and watch them with me. And I went, wait, 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 one more, one more. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, And then we'd end, and a suggested video would come up of another time. We're like, oh, my God, Tia, one more, please, please. uh, (laughs) like, oh, my God, okay. So I've never actually watched Steven Universe, but I feel like I know a lot of it just because Brittany forces me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you stuck with me. Well, so Ryan, have you ever like heard, have you ever heard of Steven Universe and just never seen it, or is this like you didn't even like hear about this show? I've heard of it, but when I mean I've heard of it, like I've literally just heard the name. I've not seen any promotional ads for it. I have no clue what the show was even about. And I know when it ended, a lot of people were crying about it. That's all I know about this show. I cried like Everyone a was extremely sad. Baby. See, my point. I have no idea what this show is, but luckily Brittany decided to tell us the whole plot. So I don't need to watch it. <laughs> yes, you needed to know. Need to watch How it am I supposed to tell you why it's so good if you don't even know what it's about? You just told us it's about real life shit just turned into a child version, which sounds insane, but it's fine. You're insane <laughs> in the membrane. Brittany got really offended there. She got really offended there. Her, her, uh, her you, favorite car- show Cartoons take out the worst. Cartoons take Whoa. the worst out of people, man. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Brittany's definitely obsessed with the Steven Universe, but it's okay, Brittany. Like, I, I remember when the show first came out and everyone was, like, really just shocked that they – because it seems like stuff that, like, they wouldn't get away with in cartoons. Like, people are so, like, stiff and so – whatchamacallit. I don't know how to really describe it, but, like, I guess maybe it's because mostly, like, older people – like, teens and adults watch the cartoon as opposed to, like, kids. Because I feel like the subject with it, as progressive as it is, you know that there's, like, a shit ton of stay-at-home moms that are like, I don't want my kid to watch this. It's about two women loving each other. Yeah, I know. That was a Uh, big thing because they had two female characters. Well, you know, they're supposed to not have a gender, but female-oriented 
characters kissing in it, and people were like, what the fuck? So I'm just surprised that there wasn't more of a backlash, but I know that you will forever love Steven Universe, and I have accepted it at this point. So absolutely, it deserves to be on the list because I had no doubt that you were going to put it on the list. But um, Ryan, what is your number six? All right, I'm going to put one that we I know we've all seen so we can all really grasp it. But uh, come in number six, it's got to be Futurama. Futurama <laughs> is way better than... Okay, I didn't like Futurama. It's way better than Steven. It's oh better than Steven God. Universe <laughs> ever did. Get your boy! Get your boy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Futurama <laughs> is the bonga diggity. I love Futurama. Give or take, it didn't come out when, it came out like before I was born. But then they took like a 10-year hiatus for some reason Came back with another two seasons, and this show is hilarious. I love Futurama. I love the character Flip. If no one knows what it is, I'm sure you guys know what it is. A guy in 1999 named Fry, and his whole name is Philip. He's a pizza delivery guy, and he goes to deliver pizza at a scientist experiment laboratory. He accidentally falls into a cryogenic freezer or machine, whatever they call it. And then he wakes up in like the year 2032 or whatever year it is. And now he starts having sex with a one-eyed octopus woman. Crazy. I know. Who would have thought? And then he befriends a crazy old scientist man and a really stubborn robot. And they they have this one episode... That breaks my heart. It's the episode when he tries to it's find his dog, dog in the past. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the dog episode. No, you already know. I to remember what happened to his dog. The entire episode is seeing his dog waiting for him outside of his last pizza delivery where he gets stuck in the cryogenic freeze. And then the dog dies there. It's so upsetting. It's so sad. The whole show is about him pretty much just wanting to get his dog back and go back to the past. But I I think it's created by the people that created Family Guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember. But I know that the the people people who created this created... That did what? The Simpsons. It's Matt Graney. Simpsons. That was it. Yeah, Simpsons. I knew they created another famous cartoon. But honestly, I really like the show. I wish it didn't have, like, a really weird release schedule, almost, because, like I said, the first four seasons were released within a matter of two, three years, and then they took, like, an eight- to ten-year hiatus and then released the final two, three seasons in, like, 2010. My uncle showed me this show when I was younger, and I was hooked on it. I think the animation's really good. I th- I really like the intro theme song. It's quite catchy, and the whole idea of it was really well done. I felt like they could have done more with the show, but I don't know back then if it was because people weren't watching it, if people were just offended by it. Because I know it was a little offensive for its time, but you also had South Park and Family Guy, which I didn't think was too big of a problem for Futurama. But there's many things that could have caused it to cancel. I wish it still went on. But I still think it's one of the better cartoon or 
animated TV shows out there. All right, so Brittany, before I pass it to you, because, uh, let me show my age. I'm 30. So I literally remember when Futurama first aired on TV, and I watched it because I was a fan of The Simpsons at the time, and it was like, oh, okay, here's a show by the same creators. I'll never forget, like, the first episode, literally, like, Fry walking in with Bender into a booth thinking he's going to make a phone call, and it's a fucking suicide, like, booth. And I was like, what the hell am I watching, you know? And, oh, like, I know. <laughs> and... And, you know, Fry's like, I'm going to, you know, be something. I'm not going to just be um, a delivery boy. And it's like, oh, well, you know, your job is already, like, planned out for you. You have to do this chip. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to be? A delivery boy. And it's like, no. And, like, so much about that show I loved. Um, Ryan, we do not talk about the dog episode. Like, I erased that from my mind. But (laughs) we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. But, like, so many things, like Zoyberg, you know, and his thing. And then you had Amy and Zach Brannigan. (laughs) Zach Brannigan is amazing. (laughs) It was so a, um, uh, oh, my God, a Star Trek-like reference, right? Like, uh, you know, Captain Kirk and Zach Brannigan. Yeah. Um, But I loved, like, Fry. And there were some really great episodes. Like, I loved the one where Fry gave up his hands to, like, the devil robot so that he could, you know, play, like, really good music for Layla. Um, When Zender and Fry become roommates and it's, like, he's in this tiny-ass little box and then suddenly it's, like, wait, you have this big-ass, like, room? And Zender's, like, you want to live in the closet? And it's, like, yeah, do you see the closet? Um, I loved Futurama. It was one of those shows where, like, it was, like, 95% ridiculous and then had episodes like the dog episode. But then also, remember the episode where, like, Fry goes to, like, the future or, like, an alternate dimension and he and Layla is with a guy, but you find out that that guy used to be Fry and shit like that. I was like, what the hell is going on? So it has some really poignant um, episodes as well. But, yeah, Futurama I thought was, like, better than The Simpsons. Um, Brittany, what do you think about Futurama? I love Futurama, but as the same, the dog episode makes me cry every time because it didn't have a happy ending. Just the dog sitting there forever until it died because it was so faithfully waiting for him. And then freaking uh, Bender ruined everything. But, you know, it was a feel about, you know, true friendship, yada, yada, even though Bender's the worst. Um I don't know. I really liked it because it did have good serious moments. I'm glad you bring up the one about the devil robot. Uh, the, I love uh, that. Episode. Robot devil. That's what he called robot devil. Because when he gets the hands and it immediately tries to strangle himself. And he's like, oh, wait, you know, it, it, it'll have it. It'll fix itself. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Evilness. But uh, well, I remember I- watching it for the first time and going, I don't know what this is but I love it. Well, I love the episode where um, Fry, like, goes to see the moon finally, and they go to this, like, amusement park, and it's so not, like, the real, like, like, everyone else is like, oh, this is how they discovered the moon, and Fry's like, this is not at all, like, how it was. Like, get your shit 
right or something. And like, or then you had the episode where there was like a planet full of robots and like Bender had to like simulate pretty much. I mean, Bender was the worst, but he was also the best. <laughs> like, it's fucking a cigar-smoking, alcohol-drinking robot that, like, just has sex with all of the female robots all the time. I love Joe DiMaggio, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole shit was, like, great. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, it's like, he's done uh, Jake the Dog, he did the Joker in the Red, uh, and in uh, Red Hood, I think. Um, I'm trying to think who else he's voiced, but he's just way too good. Yeah. I definitely love Futurama. This is a really good pick, uh, Ryan, just because I I didn't realize that it had so few seasons. I felt like it was pretty long-lasting. Well, they tried to end no, it twice like because it kept getting uh, canceled and then renewed. Uh I'm hmm. I'm pretty sure like Hulu or like a streaming service back in like 2010 or some big net- network picked it up for like two more seasons and then they canceled it again. Which is pretty insane that like Futurama couldn't make it, but Simpsons like just seems like it's never going to end ever. Um. <laughs> oh no, I felt like Futurama was a little ahead of its time back in like the late 90s and then early 2010s. I don't think people were ready for that yet. <laughs> no, I have to agree is that I don't think that they were because I feel like if that show had come out, say, now, it would be a little bit more successful. But I think I always, like, I stopped watching The Simpsons a long time ago, but I liked watching Futurama. And the, as you said, the theme song was like the catchiest shit ever. <laughs> right I remember <laughs> that I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up, and then I was so confused whenever I would go to have a book fair at the school, and there would be like Bart Simpson themed stuff. And I was like, that he's a horrible kid, you know, because my naive <laughs> brain, I was like, who hates school? Why are we selling this? Oh, my God. I feel like Bart Simpson was, like, one of those iconic pop culture things. Did you see, um, you know, because they were obviously owned by Fox, and now that Disney owns everyone's ass, they had, like, this little, like, commercial for Disney Plus, the show that the Simpsons are on it, and you had Bart. He's like, I don't want to do it, no matter how much they pay me. And and Homer's like, you're going to wear that costume, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah ryan great pick with futurama um i'm going to get the number five um okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do an anime and it's like the best anime ever in my opinion like you know all right Brittany knows me right i'm like a fucking, like, relic or something. I don't play video games anymore. Like, my video games stopped. My anime stopped, like, 10-plus years ago. So, to me, Dragon Ball Z is still the best anime of all time. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I love the animation style. 
I loved the sagas. Like, to me, Dragon Ball Z was something that I was utterly obsessed with. Like, I literally own all the Dragon Ball Z sagas on DVD. I freaking played the video games. Like, I loved it. And for those out there who are as old as I am, I remember Toonami. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a time where when it was in the Frieza saga and Goku was going up against Frieza and he was still charging up and you were expecting him to defeat Frieza and then suddenly Tsunami would decide, we're going to go back to the first episode of the show and just replay oh, everything. Would start over. Oh. It would start over. <laughs> From the very beginning, like you're sitting there and you're like, I'm so ready to finally see Goku take down Frieza. And it's like, nah, you want to see the first episode where Raditz gets to Earth and fuck shit up. And it's like, I mean, I kind of am, but I kind of also wanted to see what the hell went on. So I absolutely love this show. Like, oh, I was just obsessed with it. I still think, like, and granted, I don't watch anime now, but I'm not really a big fan of, like, the anime style today. Um, I just love, first of all, all right, this is my thing, right? Like, you see in animes, right, all of, like, the characters, especially the boys, are so thin and, like, lanky looking. And, like, you're supposed to tell me that they're taking down bad guys. And DVZ was like, no, nah, we're going to put even more muscles on top of muscles. They're going to get bigger. And it's like, they're oh, my abs God. Have abs. They <laughs> have a 20 million pack. Yeah, exactly. So I just love the whole, like, you know, Goku finding out that he's from, you know, another planet. Because if you watch Dragon Ball, it's like, that was never explored. It was just like, oh, this weird kid with a tail, you know, who's really strong. But we never got into that. And it's like you have Vegeta who feels, you know, so scorned because he's supposed to be like the rightful heir. And he never, you know, Goku turns Super Saiyan before he does. And, you know, and me personally, before I pass it to you, Brittany, I'm sorry. But um, to me, my favorite sagas were the Android saga and the Cell saga. I loved the introduction of the androids. I loved Cell. To me, those were like the best. Um, and then the movies, too. The movies were good, but obviously this isn't a movie show. This is a TV show. But, yeah. Uh, God. I get, like, like, so giddy even talking about, like, the best thing was, like, Trunks. You know, like when he first came on, you're like, who is this guy? And he's like, oh, he's from the future. To tell everyone that shit is fucked up. And he's really Bulma and Vegeta's kid, which at the time, Bulma's with Yamcha. And you're like, what? Which I'm kind of like, apologist. But, um, yeah, so I can ramble on for days and days and days. But Dragon Ball Z is the best anime of all time. But, Brittany, go ahead. I was going to say... I remember talking about like restarting. I don't know if y'all remember because I don't know if it was different. But did y'all ever go? Okay, uh, it would restart right the whole time with like the Frieza saga. And it would restart and it would restart. And then remember when they suddenly started playing Dragon Ball, which I didn't know at the time had came before. You know, actually a- actually aired before Dragon Ball Z, right? And yeah, I had a it wasn't moment. A yeah, yeah, I was like. I sat there, and I remember one time it restarted, but it restarted with Dragon Ball, and I went, oh my god, how far did we restart? <laughs> like, I was like, who is this kid? And I was like, oh, it's little Goku, and I was so confused. I was so 
panicked. I was like, they really went really far this time. But um, I, I was so scared. I was so confused. But uh, Cell Saga is the best. I remember uh, that's like, okay, my fiance has freaking Gohan tattooed on his arm, like half of his arm, because he really just loves Gohan Saga when he goes Super Saiyan 2 for the first time, when you knew that shit was about to get real, and that he got a little bit cockier, and you're like, oh no, this is what's happening. I don't know, I just, I love it. I love it, I love it, I, uh, Dragon Ball Super was good, but I still miss the the drawing of Dragon Ball uh, Z, which yeah, I don't know. It was so much. It was so much more detailed. Yeah, to me, Dragon Ball Z was the best animation. Like, um, you know, I I wasn't the biggest fan of the Majin Buu um, saga, but I didn't like hate it per se. I thought that that was fine. Um, we don't talk about GT. That just like is not canon at all, and that animation also sucks, but um, which I never watched Super, because to me, I'm like, it's, like, and I'm not against it or anything, it's just to me, my watching, like, okay, it ends with BBC, like, you know how when, like, things are so good and you enjoy it so much that it's like, I don't need any more, like, it was good, like, I don't need it to continue, so I just liked it as is, but, um, yeah, I love Dragon Ball Z. Ryan, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Alright, funny story time for you. So, my first first taste of Dragon Ball Z was the live action movie. Yes. Before you guys say anything. Before you guys say anything. Yeah, Evolution, the, the really shitty one. So when I saw that movie, I'm like, I remember saying in my head when I was like 10 years old, why the fuck would anybody like this? That's what I said in my head at 10 years old. This is awful. So I went a few years without watching it. And then in high school, people kept agging on me to be like, yo, Ryan, watch, watch your Dragon Ball Z. So I watched a few episodes, and I still couldn't get into it. So I've watched a few episodes here and there, but I'm not really the biggest fan of it. Uh, I don't get all the hype around it. Maybe you guys can help fill me in on the big hype, even though you just, like, filled me in all a lot. But, yeah, that's <laughs> that's my experience with Dragon Ball Z. Watched a few episodes here. I played some of the video games, and I've watched He's a really so shitty 2008 movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I never watched the live-action movie because just the posters alone looked absolutely horrific. You but, need to watch like, it. No. You need to watch it. Don't subject like, that I, to her. Like it's I watched, so awful that it has to be watched. Like I watched Toonami, and I just remember like watching Dragon Ball Z, and I think I didn't watch it from the beginning. I want to say that like when I started, probably was like in the middle of the Frieza saga. So it's like I already kind of got a glimpse of like what like where the where the story went right so by the time like it went back to restart I was like oh, okay like at least I know where it's going so it wasn't like one of those things where like I first started and I'm like what the hell is going on it's like I kind of then already knew and then when you watch Dragon Ball it gives you a lot of insight because there's a lot of mo- like if you never watched Dragon Ball right there are a like a good amount of moments in Dragon Ball Z where characters pop up and it's like you're supposed to know who they are, 
but you don't. But then if you watch Dragon Ball, you're like, oh, this person is from Dragon Ball. It's like a, it's like a callback. Um, I will say that the one thing, and Brittany, you can kind of, I would hope, attest to it. The one frustrating thing about Dragon Ball Z was that there were a lot of filler episodes. Oh, yeah, there definitely was. But they somehow were still enjoyable. They were still enjoyable, like, but I'll tell you, like, the garlic episodes, you know, I didn't particularly mind. I didn't particularly like those. I don't know. Um, but I still love Dragon Ball Z. Like, to this day, I would definitely, like, take out one of the DVDs and pop it in if I had a working Xbox <laughs> and watch it. No, it's okay. I can put it in the PS Story. I can watch it still. Oh, my gosh. PS <laughs> Story. I have it's okay, Ryan. My Xbox One crapped out and doesn't work, so like I have to resort to playing. I'm not playing like using the PS3. Paul is using the PS4 in the bedroom. I don't want to move it. We're PlayStation. I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to move it either. Um, freaking my PlayStations have never crapped out, but what has crapped out? The Xbox. That's right. I'm saying. Oh, man. Savage. Bro, my Xbox has never crapped out. You've just got an unlucky one. Apparently, but I feel like every Xbox is an unlucky Xbox. No, I'm joking. We used to have uh, the original Xbox and then the Xbox 360, and then Polly gave them away. And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of cool that we had the original Xbox. Like, no one has the original Xbox, and now we don't either. But it's okay. We're PlayStation people. Oh, oh, that was so depressing. Oh. Your voice. Oh, Gia. You sounded so sad. I mean, I was sad for li- you, but holy shit. <laughs> I literally just used that. Like, Juwan got so offended because he, like, saw my, my post about Xbox. And I was saying to him, I was like, oh, well, you know, I only ever use the Xbox One for, you know, watching, like, Netflix and shit. And he was like, that's blasphemous. <laughs> that's the one. I'm offended now, too. Xbox is way better, man. That's crazy. I disagree, but that's okay. But I'm just sitting over here with <laughs> my okay. PC master race. So, you know, y'all Bro, can squabble over your console wars, you peasants. <laughs> Oh, God, Brittany's one of those, like, uh, she's a Twitch well, streamer, so she thinks she's automatically better than everyone with her PC. Oh, whatever. <laughs> nah, Brittany, you have to stream on Mixer. That's where it's at. Twitch is dying. Mixer's whatever. Mix. Oh, my God. We're not having this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to say the outreach on Mixer is so much different, and it's all mostly through Xbox anyways. I would much rather get big through Twitch than get I big through Mixer. I would much rather be be on my PC, oh, you snobby PC people. No, I said on Twitch. <laughs> on Twitch, the mixer. Twitch people Now, if I ever got Twitch to the point where a mixer standards. was like, hey, yo, we'll pay you a million dollars to come over here, I might consider it. Okay, <laughs> a million? A million? Oh, ninja. ninja doesn't get near the outreach that he used to, though. And neither does Shroud. Well, they're they're money hungry. They're money hungry. Okay, Tia, quick thing. Quick thing. So Twitch is like OG, like it was the, the like gamer streaming service, right? 
Well, Mixer mm-hmm. came into the party, but the thing was is that since Mixer was new, which it's mostly owned through uh, Microsoft, I believe. Microsoft. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so what ended up happening, which me and Ryan are just teasing, but what it is is through Mixer, since they were new and upcoming, they started buying off a lot of the big uh, Twitch streamers that they wanted an exclusive deal with them, and they paid them a few million to come over to their streaming platform and only stream exclusively through them. And so uh, Ninja, who was the number one um, male streamer or number one streamer at all, on Twitch when it ended up moving, and so did a guy named Shroud, who both of them were big uh, competitive shooting game type uh, streamers, and they were huge. Well, there's been a lot of fight infighting because there's like a big, like, the Twitch versus Mixer war is just as big as like PlayStation versus Xbox in a way, like in the streaming community. And so, uh, but the thing was, is that Twitch wasn't being defensive with, uh, they weren't paying exclusivity uh, deals with their streamers to be able to stay there. Now they're starting to, because they realized Mixer was starting to buy up a lot of their huge people. Like, uh, Pokimane decided to stay on Twitch, who's the number one female streamer. Uh, Dr. Disrespect, who I think is now the number one male streamer on Twitch, has signed but. Twitch doesn't pay as much as Mixer, but Mixer's more willing to go up in the price because they know these big people are what's going to make them. But a lot of new streamers are going to Mixer because since it is like a beginning platform, it's a lot easier to grow uh, in a way. You're not going to get as much, near as much viewers that way, but it's a lot easier to get your name out there because it's kind of like, imagine... Uh, if like a YouTube competitor came out, everybody would flood it because they would want to get into it early on before it blew up. So that's like the big thing right now. So there, there, you're caught up, Tia. You're caught up. I would Ever say my my only thing right is there's always going to be a new you know platform. It's like we all thought MySpace was the shit back in the day, and then Facebook came out, and people you know, kind of get on Tom, who is, you know, is the creator of MySpace for kind of, you know, uh, stepping back from MySpace. And he put out a tweet where he was like, yeah, and I got millions of dollars for that I shit. So <laughs> He's laughing all the way to the bank. But, um, yeah, so going back to the list, uh, Dragon Ball Z, number five. Brittany, you're up at number four. Uh, let me see. Uh, does that put if I'm at number four, three, two? That puts me at the number one spot, right? Or is it going to switch around? No, it's going to be you at number one. Okay, then I'm trying to think and look of what I want. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Did either of y'all ever watch it? Yes. No. Oh, my, okay. You know what? Never mind. We're voting Tia off the island now. <laughs> you know what? Better yet, I'm going to have my own I'm going to have my own island with blackjack and hookers. Did I not tell you that my freaking anime watching ended like 10 or more years ago? Tia! Jesus Go ahead, Christ. Ryan's seen it. Okay. So... Basically, I'll give the quick uh, thing. So there's four nations. Uh, the the 
Blah, blah, blah. The Fire Nation, Earth the Water Nation. Fire. I'm going through it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> there, yeah, there's fire, air, water, and Earth, She's right? <laughs> Shut she your mouth. <laughs> You got it. Go okay, so there's it. four nations. There's four nations. There's four nations. And sometimes people in these nations get born with the ability to bend that element, which means being able to use it, fight it, and control it. And that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked, which uh, the Fire Nation, uh, they get a lot of their power from being angry. They're basically like the Super Saiyans. Well, basically every uh, every generation or whatever – there is the uh, the avatar who can control all the elements. He will master all of them because people can only learn one, right? They can only be born with the ability for one. Basically, when the Fire Nation attacked, they uh, they knew that the last Airbender was born to the Air Nation, so they killed everybody off in the hopes of getting him and making sure he was dead or captured so that he couldn't fight back at him. And the whole plot is him trying to master the other elements and then trying to make sure that the Fire Nation isn't controlling the world anymore. The end. Thanks, Ryan, for making me rush, you dirty hooker. (laughs) You're welcome. You are welcome. Bruh, bruh, I'm sorry that I don't explain something in five seconds. It's fine. I can can picture picture Brittany getting... So mad on the other other end right now. She's gonna just be sitting there, like, fighting through angry tears. And now, you know what's funny? What's it's funny is I'm actually just in the bed, right, with a blanket over me, and every word I was just rolling rapidly under the blanket, but like in a teasing way, like a child throwing a tantrum. I'm just like seriously rolling. This is what Ryan does to me. There you go. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me now? Do you guys hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you. (laughs) I don't know what happened. That's very odd. Everything like I do not know. Did that Maybe Jawan heard us fighting, me? and he was like, "We're ending it now." <laughs> yeah, Children, like, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> See, this is what I'm That's saying. That's so this funny. Is cursed. This happens all the time. Um, all right, I don't know if uh, Ryan, you had heard me, but before I got viciously kicked off of this shit, uh, I was asking you what you thought of Avatar as the last Airbender. So Avatar was, like, my first, like, cartoon anime-type show. So I was with it. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of with a live-action movie when it first came out. And then I started paying attention to Fillmore, and then I realized it was pretty shit. So without that, nothing further less to do. Bro, Avatar is pretty bomb. I'm kind of shocked that you've never seen it. And the last airbender, bro, he can work his way around anything. And then you've got the brother and sister. I always forget their names for some reason. But my main man, Zuko, 
You know where it at with that spicy zest in his hand and the fire in his It's Asaka and uh, Asaka and I really it's over the K. It's over the K, yeah. No, no, that's the new avatar. Anyway, they all got really weird ass names, so don't blame me for forgetting them. But this show, (laughs) I love it. I don't know what it was about having someone be like the that type of child, like the fifth element type of child where you're that special and everyone wants to kind of kill you because they know that you can defeat them. And if I remember correctly, in the beginning of the show when um, the Fire Nation went to kill the Air Nation to kill the Airbender, and I don't remember if he accidentally fell into ice and froze him into his giant wildebeest animal, or if they intentionally did that, then the siblings found him. But anyway, I really like the show. I like Zuko's arc of the most, out of most of the characters. Tia, if you don't know who Zuko is, no, I don't. Or the emperor, or that's his grandfather. But he's one of the kids, the higher-up children, and he really wants to kill Aang, who's the last airbender, to um, show that he's worthy to be at the top and to lead the Fire Nation to rule the world. And throughout the, I think it was four or five seasons the whole show had as a whole, during the four or five seasons, he goes from hating Aang to at the end, Ryan, you're going and honestly, in and out I'm here. excited. I'm excited for the Netflix live action show. I can't wait for it to come out. There's supposed to be a Netflix live action show? Yeah, it, it was announced like a year and a half ago. Brittany, did wait. you know about that? I I think I heard something about it, but I didn't quite hear about it. I think definitely, like, I hated the movie. So I'm exa- I'm really happy <laughs> that maybe they'll get the time to actually go back because I was obsessed because that they, you know, airbending, firebending, all that, it touches on a, like a real uh, martial arts style. And so I think to be able to see that in live action and them kind of be able to go further in on it and watch those moves actually happen would be really awesome. And especially with Netflix, because I haven't had much of a reason to be on Netflix lately, except everybody keeps talking about, uh, what's it called? The Tiger King. Or like some oh, what is you it? Have to watch, oh, you have to watch Tiger King. It is the most entertaining shit ever. Somebody said like that moment when uh, a hitman do- doing something because like you don't even remember it because uh, so much other crazy shit happened that it just feels like a blip. But I was like, what? I'm pretty sure oh, a hitman and something wouldn't be like a momentary no. thing. No, it is. It totally is. Like, Tiger King is fucking hilarious. Like, it's, oh, God, Brittany, you have off today. It's six episodes. It is the most wildest crap I've ever seen. Put it on. You will not regret it. That shit was insane. I may have to do that. I just might. It's all about this crazy fucker 
literally like owned a bunch of tigers and lions in like the middle of Oklahoma and just the whole oh god no we can't even get into it all right you you have to watch it uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Oklahoma's so close <laughs> well they were definitely um what some not me of course but what who some would refer to as uh hillbillies and rednecks. <laughs> Not me, oh, not me. Constantly calls me a redneck and a hillbilly every chance she gets. Okay, I see you. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> you need to watch it. You have time today, okay? Um, but yeah, great pick with uh, Avatar Ryan. You got the number three spot. Okay, so this it's got to be Pokemon. I'm sorry, but we all have seen Pokemon. Pokemon is the epitome of everyone's childhood, and if you say it's not, then you're wrong. You're instantly wrong. I'm sorry, but there's never one thing anyone's wrong about except this. Pokemon is most people's childhood. It was my childhood. Everyone loved Ash. Everyone loved Pikachu. Pikachu was my main man. I can't tell you how many times in school I would go into, like, Toys R Us or Best Buy and go for Pokemon cards to try and beat some asshole in middle school because he kept pulling his little squirrel move on me and kept fucking me over. Not the point, but Pokemon was awesome. Ash, Brock, and I always forget the girl's name because I'm horrible with names. But they were awesome. Ash is kind of the girl's name. And then I always knew Ash was played by a girl. Uh... That that shouldn't really what? say anything, but like, yeah, you didn't know Ash was played by a girl. I mean, I should have guessed that because like the Rugrats and everything, and even Bart Simpson is played by a girl. But I guess I just never no, it's played by a girl. Most male like cartoon characters are played by females, which I came to find out very late in my life. But like, I don't know. Pokemon has like such a part is like such a part of me. I played all the earlier games. I don't play much of them now. But I played the card game when it was, like, in its prime. I watched the TV show, like, every Saturday morning. I don't know. It's just, like, it's such a childhood thing for me to reminisce about. I love it so much. It had so many things going for it. It had the, the fantasy element. It had the, the battle element. But it also had that message of what friendship really means and a bond between a human and a pet. I don't know. It, the show itself had so many meaningful messages that I didn't get back then that I did still resonate with. But as I started getting older and started realizing it more and more, I started realizing that this show really helps prepare kids for the real world in like this really fantasy world. So I really like the show and it's just a pretty baller show, honestly. I feel I think like that's the most sincere uh, thing that's ever came out of Ryan's mouth. <laughs> No, I like it. As he was saying it, I was like, you know what? Ryan is being really poignant right now. Like, he definitely is saying some good shit. But I feel like, like, (laughs) I feel like being born in 1990, I saw, like, the Pokemon, like, boom firsthand. Um, Everyone in my class was obsessed with Pokemon. I watched the original anime, which Ryan, the girl's name was Misty. Um, and yeah, I love the whole adventure aspect of it, going to the different towns with the different gyms. I'm sorry, were you going to say something, Ryan? No, 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 I, I just said, oh, that's her, that was her name, Misty. I, I couldn't remember it. 
Yeah. Um, Do you and I remember that commercial? That. Like with all the Which Pokemon one? getting in the bus and it got compressed by Striver and at the end it was like a Game Boy laying there with Pokemon on the screen. <laughs> that is no, me so much as a child. I was like, oh my God, they killed them. I really wanted a Pokédex when I was a kid, like, so badly, um, and I loved the whole thing. I played, um, I don't, okay, so my cousin had the original Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color, but the original one that's, like, was bigger and, like, gray and everything, and I can't mm-hmm. remember if, I can't remember if Pokemon came out for that one, but it definitely came out on the uh, Game Boy Color, and I played it. Like, I played the, I got had the red, I had the blue. I can't remember if I had the silver and gold, but I definitely had the red and the blue. Um, and I love that I shit. I think I was always Pokemon the- Yellow, where you had Pikachu following you around, because I was born in 1994. Well, I hated that when it's like, you were always afraid to like go into the bushes because it's like you're just trying to chill and then it's all like, it's like oh, okay and then it was like the te- most terrible Pokemon you're like how can I ever get good Pokemon here what do you mean but I'm not like running into a million ratatatas I mean it's the best <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but I love the anime. Like I love. I was just talking about this yesterday because Polly was um, looking at clips from Detective Pikachu, and I was like, "Oh, remember in the original? I was like with you know Rocket Tower and Meowth and all of that. Like, and then and then we were talking Team about Rocket. The, like Team Rocket. Yeah, I don't know why it's right, but Team Rocket. You said Rocket name. Power. That was a TV show. I know. Well, it's been a while. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, so as good as the original anime of Pokemon was to me, I loved the movie with Mewtwo when they all start oh. fighting their clones and then they all get really, like, emotionally exhausted and you see, like, isn't it Pikachu or Raichu and they're, like, like so weakly slapping each other yeah, and shit? Like, Pikachu yeah. and the other Pikachu. And it's singing, yeah. like, my brother. Yeah, but, like, I have the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I love that Pokemon. Ryan is right. Like, Pokemon is something that everyone, like, knows. It doesn't matter, like, how old you are or anything. Like, you, and I'm even though I can parlor beads of them because I freaking love Pokemon so much. But this is blasphemous because I like Digimon better than Pokemon. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it right now, okay? So it's on air. But. <laughs> I definitely watched uh, Pokemon. And really quick before I transferred over to Brittany, and I was just talking about this, when I was in fourth grade, because I went to Catholic school, right? So when I was in fourth grade, we had this really strict teacher, um, and she hated that, like, Pokemon cards were such a thing, and people were, like, you know, playing with it in the middle of class. But she would confiscate your Pokemon cards and say that she wasn't going to give them back to you until the end of the school year. And when the end of the school year came, and, pe- like, I never got mine confiscated because I didn't bring them to school, but it's, like, kids would be like, oh, where's my Pokemon cards? And she'd be like, oh, I lost them. And there was always a rumor that she, like, shredded them instead. So, yeah, Pokemon, oh my Pokemon, God. Was much- Pokemon was just so much more than an anime, so much more than a card game. It was, like, a really crazy oh, life. Oh, and then- and then I told you 
Brittany, that I had that one Pokemon, like, Pikachu alarm clock that literally was so loud that my parents got rid of it because it woke them up in, like, the other room. They were like, no, no, you're not having this. <laughs> um, that shit could wake up you, Brittany. That's how loud it was. But, uh, um... I'm going to say, maybe that's what I need. I just now have that <laughs> new alarm clock that it apparently, it wakes me up so hard that the cats go running. <laughs> but, uh... So I I only watched the original like Pokemon, but Brittany, do you like keep up with the new ones? Because I know they have like, you know, so much more Pokemon than they did when I first like back when I first watched it. It was like Mew was the big thing, and then like the little like you know egg looking one. But now it's like Pegapi. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. I freaking love Pokemon, but that is the hard thing. Is like they they call them Gen Oneers, uh, the people that are only obsessed with Gen One, and they don't really accept the Pokemon that came afterwards. Because there is a Shadoodle ton of them now. Because you started out with 151, I think, including Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah. I think made 151, and now there's like 800 or something. That's why, like, um, that's why a lot of the Pokemon I've been making on my art thing, I've been making just like either Gen One or like right afterwards, or like, but not the most recent, uh, which I feel a little sad about, but because I love Mudkip, Cyndaquil, and uh, Totodile, and all those other ones, but uh, but. I, I don't keep up with the newer shows, but the, apparently there was a big leak about uh one of the new series I think they're making or a movie uh, the leak was that there's going to be a new uh, movie or show but it's like Ash all grown up and his children becoming trainers which is interesting because everybody always says and they're like Ash has stayed 11 or 12 for a really long time now <laughs> I think um, but I really like the uh, the Vaporeons yeah, you know I'm not going to say them right but you know they were like Oh God! There was a water one. There was like an electric one. You know, Saporeon, no. Jolteon, Flareon, yeah. Eevee. Yeah, yeah, I love them. They were so cute. Um, but <laughs> no, I think that would that would be kind of cool if that was like a thing. I would watch that even. That's what I liked about um, what you gonna call it? Like the second season of Digimon. Like, it didn't just focus on the same people. It was, like, them older, and then it, like, had the newer people. And so it's, like, that would be kind of cool, I think so, for Pokemon. But, um, yeah, Ryan's right. Everyone and their mother has freaking seen Pokemon. Like, it doesn't oh, you matter mean, whether uh, you're in the words of our parents, Pokemon? Pokemon? <laughs> I think my parents are definitely in that, like, I don't see what the big deal is. And it's like, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a um, huge deal. It's a huge deal. But um, great pick, Ryan. I'm going to hit the number two. And I'm going to choose a cartoon that I definitely know that you guys have watched. It's like Pokemon that everyone has to have seen it, okay? Um, and it is Batman the Animated Series because... Oh, I'm pretty it's so sure, good! I'm pretty sure that we all grew up on Batman the Animated Series. Like, I first discovered my love for Batman and for superheroes from the Animated Series. I mean, there's so much we can say about it, and we all love it. It was the best style, the best voice actors, the best stories, like, you know, Batman was great, the Joker is great, it was our introduction, 
Harley Quinn didn't originate in a comic book. She originated in Batman the Animated Series. Um, I discovered so much, like, so much of what I know is from this show. And there are so many great episodes. I love Two-Face, Poison Ivy. My love for Scarecrow came from this freaking show. Um, it was amazing. Like, to me, it was a staple. And at the time, there was plenty of animated series, right? They had a Superman animated series. They had the Justice League. And then while all, Superman. Those, while all those were good, to me, Batman the animated series was, like, superior. Like, I couldn't ever stop watching that show. All right. Again, showing my age here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, would, I would literally record hours of it on a VHS tape. Like, at my parents, oh. I, I have so many VHS tapes where I literally went in and, like, marked each one has a piece of paper, and it says the time that a new episode starts and what episode it is. Like, I did that shit. I made sure to record them every single time they came on or if I was like you know going out on the weekends and it's like no it's on it's like okay I would just record it you know like that was me I loved it and before I pass it along my favorite episode of all time from Batman the anime series is freaking the one where Batman gets trapped in Arkham Asylum and the Joker and all of them put him on trial my favorite hands down (laughs) But, uh, Ryan, what do you think about Batman the Anime Series? You have to have seen it, right? I'm not, like, going crazy. No, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. (laughs) The only thing is, I didn't watch it when it was on the air. I started watching it when they released all the DVDs of the TV show. Me and my Mm. my uncle, who is a huge DC animated TV show fan, took me, sat me down, and we got Taco Bell for three days straight. And watch all these <laughs> That's and a good man. <laughs> I'm just like this show is. I'm. I've never been like the biggest animated TV show fan. If you guys haven't noticed from this, but like, mm-hmm. I, I really love this show. I felt like, I felt like Batman the animated TV show is really what got a lot of people into loving Batman, based off the voice acting, the characters, the animation itself is really unique for the time it came out because I think it came out in like the mid late 90s and um, there was just so many great things like you said it introduced Harley Quinn one of the best one of the best like superhero I guess you can call her an anti-villain now or anti-hero depending on which way you want to point it but um, the show I think the show had a, a good run too I don't think that they cut it short in the season, but I also felt like they, they ended it when they felt like it needed to end it and not overextend it like most TV shoot shows do, and they didn't kill it off. They're like, we want the show to end on our terms. I don't remember how the show actually did end, but I remember going into the next like Batman show, Batman Beyond after that. Really, I'm just like, this is great. So Batman, the animated series, is a huge thing in my childhood. I've been meaning to go back on, like, DC Universe and, like, rewatching it. But there's so, with yeah. this whole quarantine going on, I've got so many other things to watch. But Batman the Animated Series is definitely top-notch, one of the best of all time. Yeah. And I loved, like, as you said, the animated style was unique because, to me, it, it felt like it, 
as you said, got me into Batman. It solidified what Batman should be because it was very, like, the setting was very noir. Like, I think we all remember, like, in the beginning, you know, the credits were, like, they had the big blimps and everything. And, uh, yeah, certainly uh, Kevin Conroy was, like, the voice of Batman. Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker. I mean, it was so fantastic. It really just introduced me, and I think that, um, yeah, there is a little bit of me that every time I see a live-action Batman, I kind of, like, go back and think, does this live up to who I always thought Batman was, say, in the animated series? But, Brittany, what are, you know, this was definitely a staple of all of our childhoods. Uh, how was it for you? Man, I was going to say what was so good about that was even there was an episode where isn't it like Ivy's trying to convince Harley Quinn that like the Joker's no good for her. And at the end, Harley still goes back to the Joker. And it was like, it, it is like interesting what they touched on because a lot of the episodes were just like fun. And, you know, the Joker's just goofy. He looks like sp- spy versus spy. Remember that? Like before he oh, changed the look. Yeah, yeah, and I, it, it was always so goofy, but it was also so scary and dark at the same time. I, uh, there was something I was going to touch on. It was about, um, oh, Seth the Joker about Batman. Uh, oh, I got really excited because I've been playing Darksiders, the first one, and there's this person called The Watcher, and he's forced, voiced by Mark Hamill, and it is he uses his Joker voice for this character, and the whole time he gives me advice, I go, thank you, Mark Hamill, oh, thank you, Joker, and it makes me so happy, but uh, I was obsessed with the show growing up. I, I used to always watch it at my grandparents. Uh, I would watch it at uh, Memo Brenda's, and she would have the pool, so what would happen was is I would go swimming and instantly come inside. I'm like, Batman's on. And she's like, I've lost her. This, this is, uh, she's gone. But, um, I, um, I don't know. I was going to say that even like in Batman, the anime series, like I love the explanation for Robin. Like it even felt natural in a way. And, I also, you know what I loved in Batman and series when they touched upon, like, Harvey Dent and Poison Ivy having, like, a relationship, and I always wanted to see that elsewhere, and we've never really gotten it again, um, and I was just so sad about that, because I was like, they did it so well in the animated show, but I will say really quick, and I think I've talked about this before, um, certainly to you, Brittany, but um, Ryan, if you have the DC Universe app, I really, I don't know if you've seen it, but I really do suggest watching the, the Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn show. Uh, yeah, have you watched it? I watched, I watched half the first season. It's really good, but for me, it's like it's so much. It's just like what the it's fuck? It's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a lot for me personally, which is why I had to take a break from it. It's a good show, and when I first watched it, I did not realize it was gonna be like that. So it completely took me off guard. <laughs> What the fuck? With the first scene was turning the Joker on the boat. I'm just like, there's no way that I did not realize the show was going to be like this. But then after like a few episodes, I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just like, like the thing is, I it's like a lot at the same time, which is why I kind of had to take a break. And I was really shocked to hear how fast season two was coming out. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's. 
It's definitely coming out soon. Uh, I believe this month. It already came out. My whole po- came out oh, it this did? Friday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah the, fir- uh, the first episode. Um, I only bring that show up because I feel like for people who are fans of Batman the Animated Series that Harley Quinn is like kind of like a more adult version of that. Like it, it has touches Very more of adult it. version. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But um, I also bring that up because you know, we all grew up, obviously, Mark Hamill voicing Joker, and I think Alan Tudyk is a really good, like, secondary, you know, voice of the Joker yeah. in Harley Quinn. Like, when he talks and he laughs, it's like, it's obviously different, but you're still there sitting there saying that, oh, okay, this has, like, the spirit of Mark Hamill in it, and that's why I just, I think it's really good. But, yeah, that uh, in the anime series, like, whew, uh, there, there is like no better for me. I love that shit, and it was like one of the only things—not one of the only things, but like one of the reasons why I then wanted to watch the CW crossover because I was like, oh my god, like they're having the voice of Batman like in a live-action capacity. What? <laughs> well, what? I that was. And what? they fucked it up. Well, I mean, it's the CW. Like, I gave up on watching the Arrowverse a long time oh. ago. Um, I don't know. Okay, Do you still watch it, point, So I, I religiously watched it up until Crisis. But, like, right mm-hmm. now with me personally, Supergirl and Batwoman, dude, the shows are just not there for me. I still love The Flash. That's the one I still religiously watch. But, like... None of the other shows since Arrow has ended have like really been captivating. I felt like the I felt like, I feel like the CW nowadays is go, is just relying on messages to the public to convey their TV shows now, and it's just getting really annoying. Like with Batwoman, oh, I don't sense. like the show. the The show is so I have nothing against like comedians and stuff like that, but like they shove it down your throat. Like she's gay within like the first three, four episodes, she has, like, three or four different, like, legitimate girlfriends. And then they make, like, a whole big thing in the TV show about Batwoman being gay. Like, bro, we're in 2020. Why should this be, like, a big title thing? Just so... I don't know. I just think it's, the shows are very SJW nowadays, except for, like, The Flash and um, uh, The Arrow. But that show has ended. So I just stick to The Flash because it's more neutral. And because... The, I don't know. The, the shows just aren't well produced anymore. Like, and don't even get me started with Star Girl. That shit has me super pissed. Because Tia, I don't know if you remember this or Brittany. I don't know if you have DC Universe, but when DC Universe was first announced, Star Girl was supposed to be an original series released like last uh, summer, and now they decide to put it on DC Universe a, a day before they stream it on the CW. Which is highly absurd because DC Universe has fucking nothing on it. It has Titans and Harley Quinn. Swamp Thing got canceled, and now and Doom Star Girl is on. And but Doom Patrol is going to go to HBO Max now, from what I heard. It is. Yeah, well, oh, I heard right, right, the right. second season. I heard the second season is going to release when HBO Max was. That's what I've been hearing. I don't know if it's true, but. I definitely know Doom Patrol is going to be on HBO Max and go away from DC Universe. I thought I had heard that they were going to be released on both. To me, 
to me, I feel like DC Universe is going to be slowly faded away, right? Like, you know, because HBO Max Oh, DC Max Universe is, is awful. Well, but I, I think because HBO Max is pretty much taking over the Warner Brothers library, and I think I had heard that they're putting Doom Patrol both on DC Universe and HBO Max, and the fact that Stargirl is going to be on both DC Universe and CW, I think that they're slowly getting rid of DC Universe because it just didn't make any sense to even have something like DC Universe, especially if you're going to come out with HBO Max. But I did want to say really quickly before we move on, because um, I don't pay attention to the CW shows really at all, but my mom would agree with you that she only watches The Flash. She's like, The Flash is the only one that's still good. She is like, all the others are just like... And every time they post a clip of, like, Supergirl, the the CGI is, like, so laughable. It's like, you know, if you can't it's really bad, properly... Yeah. It's, it's, if you can't properly make a show like this, then don't make it at all because it looks like it's produced by the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, shots fired! No, it's really bad for it. No, like, I completely I agree. On Twitter, yeah, it's so bad. Even, but like, yeah. it, it's weird too because the Flash has really good CGI for the uh, for like what its budget is, which makes absolutely no sense. The other show that has like decently good CGI is Black Lightning, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but it's way better than fucking Batwoman. But like, I feel like all their shows are just trying to say these bigger than life. No, I wouldn't say bigger than life, but like, their shows are just revolving around these things that people have hated, like the African American community for Black Lightning, the women have rights community. Let's just say for um. What's it called for Supergirl, and then the LGBT community for Batwoman. I feel, I just feel like it's a, it didn't need to happen. It's like, good, make a strong and powerful female character. I want that, but don't rub it down our, like our throats. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's too much nowadays. At first, it was, it was fun, but like every single show they make, is just absurdly like, why do you have to rub this down my throat? Because. I don't know the Batwoman character personally. I think she's LGBTQ in the comics. She is. I'm not yeah. too sure. She is, right? Yeah, yeah she so. is gay in the and comics. Then, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's why I've kind of fallen off with the shows. The Flash is the only one. The Flash and Arrow were the ones that I couldn't go without watching. But now Arrow's done. And then the, the Flash and all the other shows are being, like, screwed up because of the whole uh, virus going around. So I don't even know if I want to catch up on them, though. Yeah, it is sad. Like, I definitely loved The Flash when it first came out, but it's just gotten, like, too much. Like, the shows are too campy. Um, I feel like they don't really rely on, like, say, good writing anymore. And because they're so long, there's so many fillers that, like, you know, it just doesn't feel, like, fine-tuned. But, um, yeah, so that's all I just wanted to touch upon. But um, we have about like 13 minutes left. So let's get to the number one on our top 10 animated shows. I'm going to go through them really quick before I go to you, Brittany. So we have have Trigun, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Bob's Burgers, Steven's Universe, Futurama, DBZ, Avatar The Last Airbender, Pokemon, Batman The Animated Series, and Brittany, what do you got for our number one? You'll laugh, but I'm going to go with Spongebob. I really love Spongebob. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I'm it was like... Goodbye. 
was the biggest uh, anime show, I think, what? It was, like, the one that, like, lasted the longest from, like, the 90s into the 2000s. You know what, Bernie? Go for it. Let's hear it. Come on. Wait, before you go on, before you go on, it is a funny thing my dad will always say. He's like, I don't understand how a show about a sponge, and I'm like, you don't get it, man. You don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. You're not hip with the crowd, man. You're not woke. Okay. Um, I got to thinking about this because I was thinking about, I made a, a SpongeBob reference the other day, like how many t- times I have to teach you this lesson, old man. Like, there's so many good quotes in it, and there were such, already, like, those hidden, hidden tidbits of adult content that you wouldn't have get. Like, when they go on a panty raid, and you go, huh. Because as a kid, I did not know what that was. But you think about them breaking and entering a home to steal someone's underwear, especially a woman, you'd be like, wait a second, whoa, hey, hey. Or, like, the flash, <laughs> swinging flasher. But uh, I got to thinking about this the other day because one of the guys I work with, he said, I, I made a reference to SpongeBob, and he said, oh, I've never seen SpongeBob. And I said, why? He said, my parents wouldn't let me watch it. They thought I was going to turn out stupid, but I turned out stupid anyways. I'll see you all in therapy. I'll see you all in therapy. I like what everybody says, like, when you grow up and you realize that you're Squidward. Yeah, like, you think, like, you're like, so they're so miserable. It's like, oh, wait, no, that's me now. If you live next to SpongeBob and you had to listen to the little fucker like blow uh, big old bubbles at each other, and then Patrick just blowing those bubbles and it's like little whispers and stuff. Like I, it was just a, a ridiculous show. I loved Sandy. I loved everybody in there. Mr. Crab, who reminds me of Tom Nook from Animal Crossing. He's just a green, green bastard. Um, I don't know. I just always had such a good time watching the show and with it ending. And, and didn't the, the creator die recently, too? Which is really sad. Like it's just year. like. Yeah. He was really young, it, too. He was like 40 something years old. Jeez. I didn't realize he was so young. But it's like between that, you know, and I'll go ahead and throw in my honorable mention along with that, too, really quick, is it makes me think of, like, remember Danny Phantom and, like, all the, like, Fairly Odd Parents. All those shows coming on together was always such a good time, and I loved it. I, um, SpongeBob had such good, like, like, uh, okay, I'm sorry, the freaking episode where they put on the halftime show, like, that song slaps, okay? It's like, yeah. The one where they meet Sandy and they're trying to like breathe air and they're like pinky up, pinky up, um, or or uh, Patrick and SpongeBob becoming like a same sex uh, parenting couple and like them trying to fight over who like changes the diapers and it's like I changed one and they're like one and it's like you see all the massive like diapers oh, and it's like I love. Over and over again, yes. Um, and then you have like, I always wanted to know what, uh, like, I always wanted a Krabby Patty. Um, like, or it's like I ripped my pants. 
Oh, my God. That song, that song slept, too, okay? Yeah. No, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, there's something so, like, amusing about SpongeBob and also kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I loved um, some of the episodes, like, Squidward being so miserable, but then, like, him actually feeling bad for SpongeBob. Like, when SpongeBob's like, here, I made you the sweater. It's made out of my tears. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, I don't know. There was some, like, good shit in that show. I don't know. Um, The chocolate one. Chocolate! <laughs> I chocolate. Chocolate? I hate chocolate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could go on. Like, SpongeBob was entertaining as hell. Like, and you're right. We all grow up and we end up being Squidward. Um, you Especially know, Pia. I'm still SpongeBob, annoying the shit out of her. Yeah, that's exactly what you are, your SpongeBob. But uh, do we still have Ryan here? Because he said that he was going to hop off on that. No, Ryan, I'm just mad. I'm just mad. Come on, Ryan. You love SpongeBob. You know it. I hate SpongeBob. Once they all got fucking drunk on Sunday, soulless creature. I was done. Bro, do you know how much I'm the Goofy Goober replays in my head all the time? All the time. Oh, the Goofy Goober again. Yeah, No, we're not singing it. I'm the Goofy (laughs) Goober, yeah. We're (laughs) No! Just no. 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 SpongeBob and Patrick literally get drunk off of ice cream sundaes in the wrong movie. I don't want to live right now. SpongeBob is awful. (laughs) The voice actor is annoying. I can't, dude. SpongeBob is one of the worst shows ever made. <laughs> you take that back. Is you freaking mixer. <laughs> I okay, love Twitcher. It's the streamer, not a Twitcher. Someone else called you a Twitcher. No, Twitter. you're a Twitcher, bro. Twitcher. You're a bitch. Bro, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. She is like nervous laughing. No, I loved it. You're a twitcher. Um, But I do love SpongeBob. I'm sorry. This shit brings up so many good memories. Uh, Yeah, I I, I ain't even mad. But um, while we have a little bit of time left, uh, let's go through some honorable mentions. I feel like I have so many. Like, all of the freaking 90s cartoon shows, like Angry Beavers, Doug, Rocko's Modern Life, Sailor Moon, freaking Doug, Ren Stimpy, like, South Park, you know, Family Guy. Like, there are so many. Like, the 90s had so many freaking, like, amazing shit. But um, uh, regular show, Ah, Real Monsters, freaking, I love G Gundam as an anime. Uh, I've ordered here and I. And I'm sorry, I'm going to end off my uh, honorable mentions with Looney Tunes because that's just classic. Oh, I love Looney Tunes. I grew up on Looney Tunes. But, um, Ryan, do you have any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? I'm trying to think right now. Damn. This this goes to show that I didn't watch too many cartoons growing up. Goddamn. I don't know, to be honest. I don't really have any. This is why he's He's just a sad person. He never uh, had any good cartoons yeah. growing up. Oh, Brittany, okay, uh, Rocket, 
Rocket Power. Um, Rocket Power! Okay. Cowboy Bebop! Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I said Cat Dog. I love all those, like, 90s shows. Like, Wait, your favorite cartoon. anime, Tia, the, the star one. The star one. The one you can't find the DVD set of. Which one? There was an anime you loved. It had spaceships and stuff. And it was called Star Something. And you said you could never oh. find the DVDs. Um, shit, now... Oh, I hate that I can't remember that. It's going to freaking bother me. Evangelon. Oh. Um, Scryed. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Outlaw Star? Because I have the DVD Outlaw Star! No, I have the DVD set for Outlaw Star, which is good. And I have G Gundam. Um, no, you know what I can never find? Um, Cyborg 0009? Yeah, they, like, they, they dubbed the whole show, but they only released, like, the first, like, ten episodes of the dub on DVD, and then they never put it on DVD. Like, they have the Japanese versions, but, like, you know, I grew up with, like, the dubs, so I'm, like, used to those. And it's, like, I know they dubbed it. I watched the whole freaking thing on Toonami, but, uh, and also Zoys, but, oh, shit, I didn't see the time, uh, Let's, uh, guys, we had a fantastic uh, time here. We only got about three minutes left, so let's quickly promote our shit. Ryan, what do we got coming up that we should look out for? All right, since I haven't been on the show in a while, I got a lot of shit to talk about real quick. You guys can always follow me on Twitter, just Ryan again. You guys can go check my podcast out on iTunes, the Geek Fix podcast for everything geeky and shit. I have a Patreon that's linked, and I also got a YouTube channel named the Geek Fix YouTube channel. So everyone go check that out. I just posted a new video last night, every season of The Office ranks. So if you guys like The Office and want to see what I think, go out and check it. You definitely got to send me that, Ryan, because I want to check that out. But make sure you guys uh, go and find Ryan on all of his platforms and just enjoy a little bit of Ryan. Uh, Brittany, uh, as the resident Twitcher, why did you promote Oh, yourself? you whore. Um, okay, you can always find me at twitch.tv slash Brit. We've been playing through Darksiders. We are finishing up Shadow of the Colossus, but we are playing Darksiders tonight. And if you want to catch me when I'm doing my Perler beat art, we do have song requests turned on, so you can make me listen to your music. But if one more fucking person plays Baby Shark, I'm going to literally murder someone. Um, you can find me Shark. at Twitter at Itty Bitty Brit Zero, and you can always find me on this podcast, too. I'm going to go on and play some Megadeth one day for you. Um, but yes, everyone, <laughs> make sure that you check out Brittany and Ryan stuff. And then, of course, you check me out on Twitter and Instagram, Tia Baby. I put out lots of content. I'm putting out videos called Tea Time with Tia for Geek Fives Nation on our YouTube channel. And you can find Geek Fives Nation on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Vero, YouTube, and everywhere and anywhere in between. So, Please make sure to like, subscribe, and all that jazz, and let us know what were some of your favorite anime shows growing up. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Brittany, for joining. Hope you have a great day. Peace. See you later, taters.